Hi, I'm Micah Woods, Chief Scientist at the Asian Turfgrass Center, and I'm here for another episode of the ATC Double Cut, where I take a look, a second look, at one of the topics I've written about on the blog. And today I'm going to be discussing the growth ratio, which is something that I blogged about twice recently because I, I thought I didn't quite explain it in enough detail the first time. So I did another blog post to go step by step through that. This is something that Jason Haynes came up with a few years ago, and it answers a common question that people have. The, that question is, I've just started measuring clipping volume. Clipping volume, you can find more about that at the hashtag clipvol. Uh, that is a way to get an accurate measurement of how much the grass is growing at your site. And when people start doing that, one of the common questions that comes up is, can anybody share with me what's normal? What what are you typically getting? What are you targeting at your facility uh, for clipping volume? And it turns out that varies by season, among other things. But one of the things is it, it varies by season. So it's going to be totally different, obviously, for warm season grass if it's dormant or if it's growing. And it's different for cool season grass if you're in March or if you're in August or if you're in October. And it's very difficult to answer that question. But what Jason Haynes came up with with the growth ratio is a really cool solution to that that he's found works uh, very well uh, at, at his facility. And he's been reminding me of that. And um, I, I've been very glad to see that he he's getting such good use of it. But it's something that I didn't understand at first. And now I'm, I'm starting to understand how it's such a, a practical and useful solution to answer that question. So what the, he's also called this the turfgrass speedo for speedometer. And this is something that he, he's now referring to as the turfgrass growth ratio. And what it is, is the actual clipping volume. It's very simple. It's the actual clipping volume that you're measuring divided by the growth potential, the temperature-based growth potential adjusted maximum clipping volume. So what that does is says if it's so cold that your grass is not expected to grow at all, your denominator in that ratio would be zero because uh, the, the growth potential adjusted expected clipping volume, if it's too cold, it's going to be zero. So then... Uh, if, if your temperatures are at an optimum for growth, then your denominator is uh, going to be something close to the maximum clipping volume, which in Jason's case, he's set to be 20 cubic centimeters per square meter per day. That would be the maximum. That works out to 625 cubic centimeters per square meter per month. So that that seems to be a pretty reasonable value that would be two liters um two liters of clippings per 100 square meters per day uh as a maximum that's that's what he said it as and so what i showed in the blog post the the first the first one i did uh i called it looking at the 
clipping volume growth ratio. And I'm going to put a link to this in the description, in the show notes. You can go directly to this blog post if you want to have a look at it. And also you can go to the next one. I'll, I'll put a link to that also in which I explain myself further. So two, two or three years ago when Jason introduced this and, and informed me about it, I wasn't quite grasping, uh, the value in this because I kind of thought everybody can just figure out what the optimum growth is for themselves. But it, it's kind of cool to, to express this in a standardized way to express the growth as an expected value that's already adjusted for the season. And that's what this growth ratio does. So in the winter time, it's going to say if you're growing slowly, but you're expected to be growing slowly, that might be a ratio of one because you're the actual clipping volume could match closely to the uh, growth potential adjusted maximum clipping volume. So you'd have a ratio of one. And then if you get into the peak growing season, when the temperatures are ideal for growth and the grass is growing more then you could also still have a ratio of one because you're getting more growth, but the grass is also expected to grow more. And I plotted that for an entire year for Kea Golf Club. And I, I was a little bit surprised because Jason has said that for his facility in Southern British Columbia, where he's got bent grass and, and poa annua, if he keeps the ratio right around one or a little bit below one, meaning the clipping volume is just a little bit less than would be expected for, for that season. He said that really tends to favor the, um, the bent grass. And if he keeps that ratio a little bit at one or a little bit above one, meaning he's keeping the grass growing as it's, um, as the season changes at about the maximum rate or a little bit above it then that tends to favor poa annua. So it's it's interesting. And I thought, okay, maybe that's only applicable for his turf. But when I checked it for a completely different species, for a warm season turf, for zoysia grass on greens, it was interesting to find that from June 1st of 2021, I looked at the clipping volume and at the, the temperature and the growth potential and calculated this for uh, Fukuoka. From... From June 1st all the way up until the middle of October of 2021, the growth ratio at Kea Golf Club, which is the, the growing, that's the growing season for warm season turf in Fukuoka, the, the growth ratio was right around one, except when there were golf tournaments in which the growth ratio was less than one because of extra plant growth regulators and uh, restrictions in nitrogen fertilization and keeping the greens as dry as possible and just letting the uh, uh, the turf grow as slowly as possible to get tournament conditions. I thought that was surprising and, and it's pretty cool. And it's like, yeah, maybe maybe there's some universal application of, of this growth ratio. So I did, I did that post and then uh, I realized, you know, I didn't understand this the first time. I didn't, I, I, I didn't understand this, the, the, the value of it when Jason first told me about it. And I thought, you know, I, 
I bet me posting that on the blog isn't really going to uh, convince many people that it's useful, especially because it involves that extra calculation. And so I, I did another follow-up post in which I went step-by-step step through the growth ratio and tried to explain it just a little bit more. So in, in this one, which I called temperature, seasonal changes in growth, and figuring out the optimum amount of growth, because that's what we're really trying to do is figure out for any facility that we're managing what the optimum amount of growth is. And you see, it's a tough question to answer. When people ask that, it the, the correct answer varies by season and it varies by the type of grass they have and it varies by the type of surface that they're trying to produce. And knowing the growth ratio, calculating the growth ratio and looking at the growth ratio, I think it can help people to get a little bit closer to figuring out the optimum amount of growth and to uh, look at that and express that and understand that in a standardized way. So it's, it's something that I think is useful, useful enough to write about on the blog and try to explain it a little bit more. And this is something that we start with the temperature. So the, the temperature through the years and that, that temperature variation is going to have an effect on turf growth, depending on what type of grass you have. So if you're, if you're somewhere where the temperature is exactly the same all through the year and the light is all, all the same through the year, then you will be able to have the same amount of growth all through the year but most places have seasons so you've got temperatures that go up and you've got temperatures that go down and the growth of the grass changes with those seasons so we start with the temperature data and from that we can calculate the growth potential so the growth potential was developed by pace turf and that's a way to express the actual temperature as a number between zero to one or if you multiply it times a hundred to express it as a percent now the growth potential the temperature based growth potential uh, is a num a percentage from 0 to 100 so what that means is if if the growth potential is close to 0 it means the temperatures are far from the optimum for growth and if the growth potential is close to 1 or close to 100% that means that the temperatures the air temperatures are close to an optimum for growth. So everybody can get temperature data and it's fairly straightforward to then calculate or um, get this information from Pace Turf to, to get the growth potential. So now that you've got the, the growth potential, you can say that's the expected growth curve basically. And then you might be measuring clipping volume also and what Jason came up with with the growth ratio was a way to integrate these to show them together as a single number to show the actual clipping volume together with the expected seasonal the the normal growth for that season for that site um, based on the temperatures so what we do is we take the temperature data and we convert that into a, a, uh, a growth potential. And then we take the clipping volume data, which is the actual amount of growth from the grass, the, the clippings that are being harvested. Take the clippings that are harvested, put those in the 
um, in the numerator of of this equation or uh, ratio. <laughs> put put that on the top of the ratio and then divide by twenty times. If, if you're using units of cubic centimeters per square meter, equivalent to milliliters per square meter, um, you would take the growth potential, multiply that times 20, and that's what goes in the denominator. By doing that, it's, it's something that takes just a little bit of extra work, but now you've integrated those, you've, you've combined them, and now you are looking at the ratio of actual growth, the real growth that you have, divided by the expected growth for that season. And it turns out, so in the second post, I, I showed the temperature and I showed the uh, growth potential that we calculated from that and I showed the clipping volume data and then I showed the growth ratio and sure enough, for three seasons in a row, the in-season ratio was right around one all, all through the season. So I think this is something that is going to vary a little bit um, by by species, uh, because some species are just going to produce uh, a bit more clippings than others. But it it is a way to get rid of those growth curves. With clipping volume, you'll see a growth curve where there's a peak in the year and then there's a, a dip and, and a time of the year when there's zero or much less clipping volume. And with the growth ratio, you can make that completely flat. You, you could put that as uh, the actual clipping volume divided by the temperature-adjusted expected clipping volume. That's what the denominator is. And what you end up, what you end up with then is uh, something that may come to a value of one, meaning they're in balance all through the year. In the wintertime, it could be one. In the summertime, it could be one. Uh, it, it's interesting because then you start looking at deviations from basically from the grass growing more than expected for that time of year or the grass growing less than expected for that time of year. If it's a tournament situation, then you'd expect the grass probably should be growing less than would be typical for that time of year. And if it's a recovery from aerification, it, you might want the grass to be growing a little bit faster than expected for that time of year. I think that this is something that uh, there's a bit of a hurdle to get to the growth ratio because it does involve some calculations, but the calculations are simple. If, if you're going to the trouble to collect the clipping volume, and that's something that I never thought was useful until I did. Once, once I did think it was useful, uh, it's been surprising to me how many, in how many different ways it's been useful. And the, the clipping volume is something that I recommend now that people do because uh, I just can't imagine growing grass and not knowing uh, how much, how rapidly it's growing. It just, uh, 
It seems to me such an essential thing to know now, to know how much the grass is growing. And what the growth ratio does is takes that a step further and expresses how much the grass is growing. It, it expresses how much the grass is growing um, adjusted for the time of year, adjusted for the temperature. So it's basically saying, here's how much the grass is growing um, compared to how much you expect the grass should be growing. It's really a cool cool way to look at it. And uh, I, I didn't think of that at all. It's This is all from Jason Haynes. And it's something that even when he told me about it at first, I didn't see the elegance of it. And now it's like, yeah, that's cool. I can, I can now provide that answer to people when they're asking how much, how much should my bent grass be growing in April? How much should my bent grass be growing in May? I can suggest to them to look at the growth ratio and say, yeah, try to hit approximately a growth ratio of one around, uh, for your particular site, which is going to depend, obviously, if you have temperatures like you'd have in Estonia or temperatures like you'd have in Augusta or temperatures like you'd have in San Diego, it's going to vary. But in all of those locations, you could be looking to have the growth, something uh, close to a growth ratio of one, and then you could see how it compares. So it standardizes this. And that's something that I think is is really useful. The uh, the standardization of things that we me measure in turfgrass management to make it easier to adjust and optimize and get just the conditions that we're looking for at our facility. As always, the usual information uh, and the details are all at asianturfgrass.com. Again, I'll put the, the details of these specific posts in the show notes. And I hope that you will check it out and that you may find the growth ratio something that is useful for you and a useful way to think about how much the grass is actually growing and whether that's a normal amount of growth, um, a, a surprisingly high amount of growth, or perhaps a little bit less growth than might be expected. Thanks so much. Thanks for your interest in these topics. And uh, I'll talk with you again soon. Bye-bye.